0: Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast, designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week, I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast.
1: First time on the podcast.
0: Very excited to have you on. This is, you're the second male guest.
1: Yeah, the, the photographer. Mike the...
0: Kassar was the first. Hell yeah.
1: Yes. He I was know. good, too. He was a good guest.
0: He was a great guest, yeah. You're my first husband on the podcast. Hopefully the last. What are you drinking?
1: That is Elijah Craig bourbon.
0: Ooh, that's nice.
1: Wendy would like to smell
0: it. Wendy would like to smell it. She can no longer drink because of the reflux. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's Christmas time right now. We started Mm. getting our holiday decor up. It's not quite finished, but it's on its way. Mm -hmm. And while pulling out our decorations, I noticed that we have a couple special ornaments. Mm Mm-hmm. Two of them specifically are passports. and Two of them are? Yes. Do you see? We have oh, yeah. One. Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I see one or one. two. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there's a funny story as to why we have passport ornaments. The year is 2021. Jake and I are about to be married. We're about two weeks, three weeks from our wedding.
1: Yeah. So we're planning. Age has the entire wedding figured out. I barely had to lift a finger, thankfully. Um, and I was trying to just plan uh, the honeymoon and, and get ourselves prepared, right? Mm-hmm. Try to find the passport. So went to the place where our passports always were, always have been, and mine was there. And Aja's passport was gone.
0: Gone. We ripped the house apart.
1: You are extremely forgetful. Yes. You leave things all the time. Hurricane. You could go a whole day without your cell phone and have no idea where it's at. We searched our entire house. My mom came down to search our entire house. We looked everywhere. This thing was nowhere to be fucking found. <laughs> and so <laughs> we had to uh, go get a new one. And anybody who's ever gone to go get a passport renewed. In that, that short
0: notice.
1: With that short of notice. Yeah, you need, you need like 12 weeks or some shit.
0: Right. It so takes a really long time. we didn't
1: have that amount of time. So, But they also won't let you book an emergency appointment until you're two weeks ahead of your flight. And then at that time, they set an appointment for you. So we couldn't get one in Philadelphia, which is our neighborhood passport office. So look up where yours is, <laughs> just in case you ever need to know. We had to drive to Buffalo.
0: Right. So the nearest- Beautiful
1: in November. <laughs> Buffalo is a gorgeous place.
0: No disrespect to any Buffalo billions. However, it's not my favorite place. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's lovely. I'm sure there's parts of Buffalo that we did not visit that are utterly fabulous. I don't think so.
1: Niagara Uh, Falls is cool. Yeah.
0: The United States side of Niagara Falls is not cool, which is the only side we could go because I did not have my passport. However, while we were in Buffalo, this is two days from my wedding. That was
1: actually pretty funny. We wanted to go see the good side of the falls (laughs) and you didn't have your fucking passport. Yeah.
0: But two days before my wedding, first of all, it's an all nighter. Like before your wedding, you really should be optimizing sleep, trying to look your best, hydrating, you know, you're not eating greasy foods. However, we're in Buffalo. We have nothing to do because my appointment. It's 8 a.m. We drove through the night, no Mm. sleep. We're like delirious at this point. I was so annoying. However, I dealt with the loveliest man at the passport place. And he's like, looks like you got everything. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) thank you, Lord. I'm so happy. But I thought
1: you were going to come out now. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right.
0: And the gentleman says, it'll be ready at three o'clock. And I say, come on, what?
1: (laughs) And this is the day before Thanksgiving.
0: That was our wedding eve. So there were a lot of things that I still had to do. As anyone who is in their wedding week knows or will know for most of you listening, it's a really hectic week for the dominant planner, shall we say, which was me. It's typically the bride. It's yeah. it's almost always the bride, but yeah. sometimes it's a groom. It's never
1: the groom, let's be honest. <laughs> well, for a gay
0: wedding, it's one of the grooms. Okay,
1: it's one of the grooms. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm just a wreck. I'm like, three o'clock? Is there any way to print it sooner? He's like, no, we do a mass printing. So we're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do from now till three? It's 8.35 a.m. Mm-hmm. in Buffalo, mm-hmm. two days before our wedding.
2: Yeah. So
0: <laughs> we go to Niagara Falls. We can't see the pretty side. It's frigid. It's, mm-hmm. this is November, you know, in the Northeast. It's very, very cold. After we see virtually nothing at Niagara Falls, although that's an exaggeration. It's beautiful. It, it was
1: nice. It is what it is. There was not much else to do in Buffalo. So we, so we saw the Niagara Falls. Yeah. I think we got lunch yeah. and then we headed back. Well, and... We didn't
0: just get lunch. We got the original Buffalo wings. Oh, that's right.
1: We did. Yeah. So,
0: you know, again, you're trying to stay trim and not eat oily greasy foods and here i am two days before my wedding gorging on buffalo wings course yeah. oh, you didn't think they, they were think?
1: they were really good though
0: were they delicious
1: do you regret it oh, no neither i don't i don't regret, I don't regret
0: one moment of, well I about do, the passport part <laughs> to say i don't regret one moment it's it's a funny story now that yeah in in hindsight, it's funny. Then I think you were about to pull out. Nah.
1: Well, so and then we and then we moved into our new home where we're at now. Yes. And we, <laughs> I was I was going through an old beach bag because we had been to the beach recently. So I'm about to throw it in the washer, and I pull out a passport, and I said, "Age, what your passport's always not under control? What is it doing in this beach bag?" And I pull it out, and Age gets right on me. You you've been controlling my passport. I haven't touched it in uh, two years. <laughs> da, 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 da. I opened it up and lo and behold, it was the original passport that you had misplaced. In a beach
0: bag. And do you know why I was in the beach bag? Because
1: you lost your license. Because I lost my
0: license. So I needed to bring my passport out Um, to the beach bars.
1: All right. So I don't know what the moral of the story is. Basically, have your shit under control.
0: (laughs) Especially before you're writing. Yeah. Like, just don't touch it. Don't touch it! Don't touch anything. Have a secure wallet that holds all of your things. Do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. I move things around way too much. However, we got to this because my family, my in-laws, constantly wreck me for this. So that Christmas, I got a bunch of passport ornaments and yeah. they're now hanging on our tray. They'll
1: never let it go. No because really- you're otherwise perfect. And they, and as soon as you fuck up, they will never let it go. That's really stupid to say. Yeah. Well, I'm, they see you as perfect
0: as do i and now it's really funny but you were you were very uh angry with me you you didn't yell you didn't you didn't say anything you just gave me a look like you are
1: sometimes that's all you need
0: Mm -hmm. yeah let's
1: keep it under control let's get the job done let's Let's move on
0: let's get the job done so
1: and did we get the job done
0: we went to saint lucia
1: things went off off without a hitch is that what it's called
0: uh, yeah, without a hitch. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Without a hitch, mm-hmm. things went well, and uh...
0: Saint Lucia was fabulous. What a great honeymoon that was, too. Yeah, didn't you love it? We stayed yeah. It. So,
1: um, Jimmy Donahue asked me about that. They're they're considering going to um Saint Lucia.
0: Oh yeah, tell them and, to say um, the Viceroy.
1: It's I did. Yeah, Sugar the Viceroy Sugar Beach. We had uh, a butler, Swam Jay. Swam Jay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll I hate keep... to
0: use the word butler. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. We had a fabulous man who. If we called him, he was ready and willing to give us whatever we That's what wanted worries. and needed. Yeah. But he was more of a good. it was, was weird. What was,
1: what was weird was they knew where we were at all the time. Yeah. Like if I was taking a piss, they were like they knew where I was. Offering yes. me cigars and stuff.
0: But they it was so really the full lovely. treatment at that place. Yeah. it was really like I can't. And Swamji they, is not just an employee of the Viceroy; he is an extremely talented musician so mm-hmm. anyone who's listening go to spotify or apple wherever you listen to your music yeah. and look up swam jay it's called give me some i'll never forget this in my life because yeah. it's such a good song
1: it is good yeah
0: he's a really talented rapper slash singer and i can't say enough great things about swam J. he was and... great
1: he brought great energy he was yes. always i mean but when we like walked up to our cottage he popped out of a bush and was like <laughs> if <laughs> you need yeah, swam jay <laughs> But that was a, a great resort. I mean, the uh, St. Lucia was beautiful.
0: So. Can't recommend it enough.
1: Me neither. It was really, really nice.
0: So a few other ornaments, just back to ornaments on the tree, okay. because we were talking about passport. Yeah. So as I was pulling some of them out, and again, please don't judge my tree. It's not finished yet. If you're watching, most of you are not watching, you're listening, but most of our ornaments are engagement ornaments did you ever notice that
1: well no i didn't notice it until just yesterday when you were decorating the tree but yeah now i see it now because well yeah we did a tree last year
0: yeah so yeah we
1: we have about like six or seven six
0: or seven engagement yeah. ornaments and i will say six or seven isn't enough it's such a great gift i think yeah and i actually have my updated engagement gift list on ltk so if you go to my links you can see that now but on um, one of them, it's just ornaments. So I just oh, curated. Really? Yeah.
1: Are they like custom ornaments? or? What some of them they?
0: are custom. Some of them are just, they're just great gifts. I always gift an ornament.
1: Well, I mean, like it'll just say like happy engagement or something. But they're don't you different. want your name or date on it or something?
0: Some of them, some of them are custom. Yeah. A lot of times you'll want your name or date, but mm. a lot of them are from Etsy shops or from just different shops yeah.
1: all over. Etsy that you are. can usually customize.
0: Yeah. A lot yeah. of places you can customize. Some of them are just rings or champagne bottles but they're really cute i scour the internet for hours and hours looking for the best ornaments a lot of times i'll i gift them so it's you know twofold i'm using it for myself and for the good of the people as i do it's very kind of me yeah
1: it is a good gift i think if you get a new home if you get married if you have a baby sure i think a Christmas ornament's always nice. It's always a good gift because it's something that people will, it, it, it always, like, you bring it out once a year. Right. You put it on your tree and then you put it away. Yeah. But most ornaments, like, a candle burns out. Um, most a other champagne ornaments you
2: drink. Endless.
1: Right. You're not going to save an empty champagne bottle. No. And, and we have gonna... that candle over there with us getting engaged, but, like, it's burnt out now. And I don't know yeah. what to do with it.
0: I know. We'll have to just get a new yeah. one. That was a gift. And but was, a
1: Christmas ornament, you put it away and you, you bring it back out.
0: You actually do keep it forever and you yeah. can put it on display. But if it's kind of ugly, it's still cute because right. it's an ornament.
1: Right. It can be as ugly as shit. It can be it doesn't ugly matter. as shit. It could be a big, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we've gotten uh, some engagement gifts that weren't our favorite and I won't say who from or what it was and give it away. Hmm. but do you remember one in particular that you said what are we going to do with this and I said oops it's broken
1: well yeah but and we also have <laughs> we also have a ring dish it has the wrong date on it
0: yeah that's we still
1: we still use yeah
0: <laughs> oh it's still in my bathroom yeah it's just also a really great engagement gift and I have some ring dishes on the site too. Some really. You can cool have. Ring you can
1: get a couple of those too because you you might have two bathrooms and then one in the kitchen or something. So exactly. You might have several. Yeah.
0: That is. Sometimes
1: her. I see your ring like on the edge of the sink.
0: I need a ring dish for that center ba- my bathroom.
1: We had two, but I don't know where the other one went.
0: You. It's at my parents. Okay. I yeah, got it.
1: That thing is gonna fucking go in the sink soon.
0: Why would you say that? <laughs> I can just see it. Why happening. would? But why would you even say that? All right. <laughs> Don't say that. That's not nice. So wow. on the topic of engagements, proposing, as someone who proposed, yeah, walk me through the feelings, walk me through the process. Mm. What was the first step you took?
1: If you remember, we had a trip planned in August 2020 to go to Europe. So my original plan was to propose to you in Europe. Yes. Uh, we would be somewhere in Italy and I would figure it out thereafter. But um, COVID bullshit happened. and um, But I had to go ahead with it anyway. I couldn't let the world stop me from what I wanted to do. Yeah. So first, I think I reached out to, well, at first I went and had dinner with your parents and asked them, um, maybe- How did that go? Maybe more nerve wracking than the actual proposal in a weird way.
0: Asking my parents was scarier than asking me.
1: Yeah. Well-
0: it's Not scary. Yeah. Because you know and love my parents, but it's like a It's,
1: it's nerve wracking. But So I went over there, had dinner with them, just the three of us at their house. Eventually just said like, hey, I really love having dinner with you guys. But the real reason I came over <laughs> was to ask you if I could- you know, ask your daughter to marry me. That's cute. And they immediately said yes. And it was a really nice time. It was yeah. really nice. Um, So I got that part over what that was the first hurdle. So
0: that was the first step. So
1: yeah, you, ha- you have to do that, by the way, like if you're if you're going to skip that step, I think that's a huge misstep. You have to
0: even if it's not a parent, you- it's like a, the special person in their life.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you you always want to carry on a great relationship with that person's family. And you want to make sure that you never skip over that step. I, I hear of some people skipping over it and I don't understand why.
0: I don't, I guess, I mean, it depends on your culture, how close you are with your family. In
1: most cultures though, you want, don't don't like, even strong cultures like Asian and Indian cultures, don't they like, they demand you
0: I mean in Indian especially cultures, Indian cultures a, like a lot of Indian cultures it's an arranged marriage yeah. so it's not really like I'm I, I'm not sure I'm, I wonder in different cultures what the protocol for asking a yeah. parent is.
1: So I mean most fathers especially that I have ever met that have daughters are mostly protective Yeah, whether the parents are divorced or whatever they want to be asked. And so and I would too if I had a daughter I would want that person to come ask me and Yeah. Yeah. And and even if even if it doesn't even if it's just a formal step, it's just showing the respect and the appreciation to that person. And it's coming with the money. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's
0: all part of it. Okay. So,
1: yeah, you have to do that.
0: So, before there you are no even had a us. new plan, because in your mind, you had this plan for proposal, but you knew that wasn't going to work out. So, before you devised yeah. a new plan, you asked my parents. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And yeah. you didn't have the ring yet? No. Okay.
1: No, I, I didn't want to skip that step. So, because the issue was that if I started ring planning and somebody, I needed your sister's help. I needed Tor's help to get the right ring. Okay. So she would have told your mom and then it would have been known that I was getting ahead of myself. So I wanted to ask your parents first. Yeah. So after I asked your parents, then I reached out to Tor because um, she knows you best and I'm sure she would already know like what your style is. Like, I don't know. I know how you dress and stuff. I don't know what kind of ring you'd ever want.
0: Sure.
1: So I reached out to her and um, we went to Sal. So if you're in the Philadelphia area um i don't know what his Kansy. name
0: is it used to be kanzi creations i think it still
1: is i think he it's kept still kanzi okay. creations they're yeah. on jeweler's row and he's uh
0: some he's know incredible. him as uncle Sal, okay i sent brian
1: yeah he's incredible yeah so but then you start to realize depending on the cut and the clarity and everything else could be somewhere between seven thousand and like ninety thousand. right it's really crazy so and then you also start to notice the differences like they put one color next to the other color and you're like wow i can actually really tell the difference yeah so if your fiance were to ever put her ring up next to her friends, you'd be like, oh, gee, she can see now that it's a piece of shit ring. Seriously. I mean, so you have to consider all these things. To be honest, but what, so I
0: not. don't think I would notice with, you know, small mm-hmm. shades of color or...
1: You do you notice a difference. Like yours, like, so certain rings will sparkle very nicely. Yeah. And that's because of the cut. Sure. And the clarity. Sure. So it doesn't matter. It really does, doesn't matter.
0: It matters. Yeah. yeah, it matters.
1: So so anyway, so Sal walked me all all that yes and then so then once you figure out like what price range you're in for a diamond um then you have to talk about the setting
0: divided in thirds you sal and tour yeah who had the most say
1: the most outspoken was tour okay
0: <laughs> what were she? requisite
1: sal made the mistake of putting like a stretch diamond like that was outside of my budget in there uh, sure he put that out there and she just kept saying i like the big one I really like that big one. And yeah. it was massive. Tor wanted the biggest one. And then I was trying to figure out where the middle ground was. Yeah. So,
0: What was most important to you?
1: Um, I guess kind of a combination of all of them. When I, when I went in there, I was thinking I want to get a certain size diamond. And yeah. I already knew what cut, but I didn't consider all the other things. So as he put them side by side, I started to realize that like color and clarity were more and, and cut were mm-hmm. more important than I had considered. Sure. So what was important to me was basically like once you put them all side by side, um, which one was the prettiest, basically? Yeah. Okay. These are all on my budget. And then it's just like weighing anything else out. Like you're going to buy a car. I will say this And there are certain this, trims though. and you put them side by side. The one's outside your budget and you have to leave it out. I like will that. say Buying this.
0: I don't know. And
1: As expensive as a car too. It's ridiculous.
0: It's, just quite, it's quite expensive. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, just, they're, they're just like cars. They're as practical as cars for it's sure. A, it's a big scam. It's a scam. Yeah. And I... There's a couple of things that I'm going to say that some people might not like, but uh, that's, so, I'm so a sorry. A lot of
1: people don't like a lot of things.
0: I'm so sorry. So I don't think that putting a bunch of diamonds next to each other is really a good method for picking because then you're comparing the diamonds to each other. So if Sal had just brought out a ring that was maybe like in your style, size, price range, whatever. I showed you it and you liked it. Like it's a beautiful ring. You can see it rainbows, it shines in the light, looks beautiful. Like you're not really going to know the clarity and color looks better or worse than another rank unless they're up against each other and yeah. like there's no girls who are like let's compare i mean i'm sure some people do like
1: yeah i know what you mean I, and i don't think he put them side by side i think i started to put them side by side to figure out you, started you know you're between two it. options so you put them side by side and see which one you might like better i don't yeah. know i mean it's a it's a very gut-wrenching process because it's a lot of money at stake too and then later to find out that they can be lab-grown and nobody can we'll, tell the fucking difference. We're going to get to
0: that. So before, we'll get to that. Nobody after. can tell the difference. We're going to get to that portion <laughs> of it. But I want to stay with um, engagements and proposals really quick. But we okay. are going to get to lap grounds, I promise. Okay. I also think, and this is from a lady's perspective and some people might feel different, but I think for the most part, we do feel this way. We are not looking at the diamonds side by side. We have an idea in our head of what we want. hmm and unless it's like a very specific type of stone or something of mine, we really just want the biggest stone that we can. Is that right? Get. I think so. Okay. Yes. I, ladies, am I right? Let me How know. do you feel
1: about the canary? Isn't it the canary? Are they yellow? Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about those? Because they're also very like. Rare. Yeah. Stone. Uh, some people might like them. I think. If I got you a canary, would you be like, what the fuck?
0: I mean, you can't afford a canary. Yeah,
1: you, you can. You can? Some of them are, well, no, I mean, they're, they're as expensive as a clear diamond.
0: Well, right? yeah. Well, they're more expensive.
1: In a, a, a bright yellow canary, is about the same as a bright white diamond. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. I mean, we'll look into that. You should bring Sal on the podcast. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah,
0: that. we're not experts. So we're, this is just more opinion. You should based. have Sal on the podcast. I should have Sal on the podcast. He's very charismatic. He is. But then what if people like him better than me and they stop listening because <laughs> they only want Sal? <laughs> Let's let's put a pin in rings really quick. So okay. you select oh. the ring.
1: Yeah, and then to continue on to the engagement planning. I guess that's where we're at, right? Yeah.
0: So how do you decide something like that?
1: So I didn't want anybody to know. I didn't want I, I wanted your friends to be there. Sure, I wanted everybody to be there, but I didn't want word to get around. I didn't want to run the risk of like somebody spilling the beans. It was really important to me that this was a, a surprise.
0: So just out of the
1: blue and I didn't even want to drop any hints. If you have a tight knit group of friends, it gets around. Yes.
0: We have a lot yeah. of different connections. Jake is best friends with one of my cousins. So it's like, it could get very, you know, I could find out in a lot of different ways. So
1: I, time. I told my immediate group of friends that I speak with almost every day. I obviously your parents knew, tornu and her husband john my brother in law. do you
0: think it was right that you told your friends and not mine
1: um no because i know that they can keep a secret i don't know if your friends can and maybe they can but i just didn't want to run the risk of like things getting out of control so i kept it very close okay. period no offense to any of age's friends and My friends. But um, so anyway, so then I started to plan out the engagement and um wanted to find a place that was local because we really couldn't travel at that time, August 2020. So then we planned a whole weekend away that we were gonna have like a because we weren't going to Europe anymore, we were going to do this long weekend down at the beach and we were going to have a great time. So I guess things you have to consider are are who are you going to tell and then where are you going to do it at? What would the person really want? You know, I guess like when it's all said and done, the person's just happy they're getting engaged. Yeah. But, like, for instance, like I knew that if I did it at the Philly stadium, you would like kill me.
0: I actually. You might even say no. No, I used to. I've changed so much my old age. I'm like, I'm so different. I actually think it's so cute now. Really? Okay. But I witnessed one on a really hot day, and the girl was. Sweating. Livid. <laughs> she put her hand out like this. <laughs> I rolled her eyes. She was so mad. So you never know. Yeah, but I love yeah. the Phillies and I, th- I think that's, that's actually kind of cute.
1: Well, I mean, you, you have to know the person and you have to know what they might want. And yeah. you have to know if they'd want pictures taken. You'd have to know. There's a lot of things that you kind of have to consider when you're playing this out. So, yeah,
0: I have something to but, add. Okay. This is just a piece of advice for any guy proposing. So if you're a lady listening, which is likely or, you know, whoever, when you are the person planning the proposal and you want to keep it a secret, you want it to be a surprise, don't plan or do anything out of the realm of something that you would normally do because then you're just creating suspicion oh we're gonna go hike and then do a dinner you never plan our dates like why are you planning our dates
1: that's a good point
0: you you don't want anyone to be caught on to the scent because the second you're acting a little bit weird a lady knows our intuition is like Mm -hmm. so so on Mm
1: -hmm. i was just thinking about when we were walking up to that beach i was like telling a story about my uncle and aunt being divorced
0: you were yeah you were being so weird so
1: (laughs) i'm very calm under pressure but even this was starting to kind of get at me i was like "Ah." well
0: because i think in hindsight even though i was distracted by not being ready for dinner so i was doing my makeup in the car as i usually do because i'm usually running a little bit late so I didn't have an outfit for dinner you sprung on me that it was like a nicer place than I had imagined I had jean shorts on and I was trying to get ready in the car so then you drive up to the point and I'm like what the fuck is he doing like we had to rush to dinner, like, why are we stopping here?
1: You think you just have to keep it you, like like you just said, you you can't do anything too far out of the ordinary, or they might start to get suspicious
0: yes, and even if
1: you know if you get suspicious in the last ten minutes, that might be okay That's fine. You don't want the person to get suspicious like two weeks in advance.
0: right, even the so, whole day of our engagement mm-hmm. we had something planned during the day. But one of my best friends called me and said, hey, you know, we're nearby. Do you want to go to the brewery? We're going to pick up one of our other girlfriends. And I was like, oh, that's great. The girls are going to the brewery. Do you want to go?
1: And that was fine. I said, of course, we'll go to the brewery as long as we can make dinner at this time. Yeah, And that was kind of my way of anchoring us to a certain plan. We have to be back in time for dinner. And so that worked out fine. That was all good. What was funny was that I went down, like I said, to this point. Um, this area that's very quiet. Once in a while, there's tops five people there. So I was like, this is perfect. i we'll have a photographer. Nobody will be there. And here is Ben Gravy, who's like a locally famous surfer. And this is his spot. Um, he,
0: it's uh,
1: El out El out <Slamo>. This is his spot to surf at, which I knew, but he's only there once in a while. And there he is. He's there. And his now wife, girlfriend at the time, was filming him. And the entire YouTube video, which was him surfing at El Slamo, turns into us getting engaged. She films the entire thing.
0: And her and commentary is so
1: funny. It's hysterical, it Yeah,
0: She's like, I don't know if these two are on a first date yeah. or he's proposing. They're it so was, awkward. It was good.
1: So I don't want anybody to see this happen. 200,000 views on YouTube because this guy is fucking locally famous and everybody goes and watches it.
0: Yeah, my so, cousins found it yeah, and yeah. sent it to me which I thought was so funny.
1: It's ridiculous, yeah. So that was that was pretty funny too. Everybody ended up seeing us get engaged and how awkward and everything that it was. So
0: When you see yourself when you don't know you're being watched and yeah. you see yourself It's really hard. Well, and also
1: like during my most awkward time ever where I'm like trying to ask the biggest question of my life. Yeah. And the if you remember, like the waves were crashing and like went into my cooler. The ring was in the cooler and there were waves crashing into the cooler. Yeah. And our feet got all wet. Your sock got wet. Jesus Christ. Almost called it a day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can't handle that.
1: Yeah. So that was the story of our engagement.
0: You know, the biggest lesson is obviously trying to figure out, you know, ring stuff, all the the nitty-gritty items. But I would say my biggest piece of advice is what we talked about. Don't do anything that's going to throw them off the scent. Don't act in a manner that you wouldn't typically. Don't plan something that you wouldn't typically. And if you know that you're going to be proposing in, you know, let's say a year's time, let's just call it that. Start doing stuff that might be more indicative of engagement behavior. Sure. Like, start planning dinners start getting a little more ra- romantic i mean everyone could stand to be a little more romantic it's yeah. it's something you should be doing anyway so i also think there's really something special about tour and i were just talking about this last week mm-hmm. a a very casual intimate proposal so you know you're just sitting at home together you know it's christmas time this is the most popular time of the year to I think get engaged nice. yeah. it's really nice if you don't need a photographer there Almost every photography package is going to come with an engagement shoot, which for a lot of reasons you should utilize. But, um, a big reason is you want those like really nice, beautiful engagement pictures. So those can be your engagement pictures and you can have that special memory of the two of you. And we live in a time right now where we have, you know, these fabulous cameras in the palm of our hand at all times. Yeah. Like Maybe sneak it somewhere and set up that camera if you yeah. really want the footage.
1: That's the story of engagement. I'm not sure. Take whatever lessons you will from it, but wow. it's very nerve wracking for the guy. So if like what, if like,
0: yeah, what's so scary about proposing? Because you, we you wanted for six it to go,
1: years. you wanted to go well. No, it's not. It's not the risk of the woman saying no, or at least in, the, in my case, right? I didn't think you would say no, but it's more so you want everything to go well, and um, you know, it's a it's. it's It's a, it's a one, you have one chance and you want it to go well. Yes. And you can't redo it at all. It's just the pressure
0: of the, the moment you really wanted it. I'm sure to be like a great moment for me. It's probably the only time I'll get engaged.
1: Yeah. It's the only time you'll get engaged. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, unless something untimely happens to you. (laughs) All
1: right. Uh, Yeah. I I don't really know what the pressure is. I didn't give a shit. I didn't, I didn't. I, I didn't just care have to i say really
0: quick that if this season that was a joke if god it, forbid like i don't joke. want Wait. you to be killed and then you know i'm blamed and people use this yeah i'm not i'm I implicating myself further answer. go on i
1: don't think you can taking anything all answer. right um i don't i i think it's just the pressure of it wanting to go well i did not care I was not worried about it all the way up until about three minutes before I had to do it. Mm. And that's when the nerves started to kick in a little bit. Yeah. Because you have to meet there at a certain time and you wanted to go well. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's more the pressure of making it a special moment than a surprise
1: party. Anything that's a surprise is hard to pull off. So,
0: surprises are so hard. Yeah, they are. Oh my gosh. They're so scary.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go. That's why.
0: Yeah. So, we talked about rings let's go back to to rings for a second because Mm -hmm. you said when you met with sal you know you're trying to find different styles and options there's lots of different options Mm -hmm. and one of them unbeknownst to us at the time we've since learned a lot about our lab-grown diamonds Mm -hmm. and again a lot of people won't like this conversation but it must be had
1: the diamond industry is a fraudulent scam Scam. because they're not rare anymore it's like it's like if you there's a set amount of gold on the earth and you chemically can't recreate gold so gold actually still holds its value it's still as rare
0: why can't you chemically recreate gold
1: because i mean they they've tried you have to discover gold it's a natural mineral
0: but why is it different than diamonds
1: because diamonds are not a a substance right they're coal under pressure Uh. it's a manufactured product so if you have coal and you have a manufacturing process, which it took a lot of time to recreate, mm-hmm. you could hypothetically recreate what creates diamonds, which is thousands of years of pressure on coal, and it creates diamonds. So they can recreate the manufacturing process. You can't manufacture gold. I see. You have to discover it. Okay. Mine it. So gold will, will hypothetically hold its value for much longer because there's only so much in the earth and it costs so much to get it out. Diamonds you can now recreate, so lab grown diamonds should have brought the cost of real diamonds down, and they have not, because it's they have scam. not. They
0: have. They have they, not. They, have not. <laughs> they
1: <laughs> because it really is. It's a scam. And it's I'm scam. and I'm sure we should look into it. But the companies who own the mining companies probably now own the lab growing companies. You know what I mean? They're just flooding the market with both options.
0: It's a circle jerk. It's it really is. Where I would love to actually have an expert. On to talk Mm -hmm. about this. And I'm always hesitant to say certain things because it's people's business and livelihood and you know, generations of jewelers and diamonds. Like that's their yeah. And there is something special about a diamond, but there's also something special about a lab-grown diamond. I also want to Mm -hmm. say that even with all of this talk, I talk about lab-grown diamonds a lot because I just I think it's such a phenomenon, and I think that. I mean, I want you to learn from my mistakes and as painful as it is that we, I won't say the amount that you spent on the ring that you spent that, and you know, we won't have that back ever. I do want everyone who listens to this to know that if it, if the GIA cert doesn't matter to you and it's something that you're going to have forever and you don't plan on getting divorced and you could even have as, as an heirloom. Like you will be saving so much money if you get a lab grown. I have no dog in this fight. I have no benefit from this. <laughs> I don't have any lab grown sponsors. I, nothing. <laughs> I just, I, I want you to have, I want you to have the big bling and not the- and
1: Save a couple bucks. Yeah, a couple bucks. Yeah. Yes. That's all. Yeah.
0: That's all. And if you don't want that, and oh, back to my point, because I can't, you know, carry out a thought without losing my train of thought. Even with all that said, there are still going to be people who do not want a lab grown. They want a real natural diamond. We have a friend who just got engaged and they were thinking about a lab grown, and their fiance got word of it. And she was like, absolutely not. Really? Yeah, it was. Okay. Um, oh, mm-hmm. okay. She didn't want that. So, hey, to each his own.
1: Sure. If you can always take a cheap route or you can take the official route. In this case, it's it's tough to say that a real diamond is worth it. And actually, you could even argue that it's better to get a lab grown because it's not mined by children in Libya or whatever. Seriously.
0: Let's talk about the blood diamonds. I don't know enough about it to talk about I it.
1: I don't know enough about it either, but I know I know where diamonds are mined and I know that it takes a lot of basic, like close to slave labor to do it. So do with it what you will. Yeah. maybe Maybe it would actually make you feel better about it if it was just, thrown in a lab
0: and there's also you know stones like moissanite which is like one of the closest things you can get to a diamond it's a natural mm-hmm. stone There, i mean uh moto has that beautiful emerald yeah
1: yeah that was nice
0: it's gorgeous i've yeah. never
1: seen that before like mm-hmm. uh, as like an engagement ring it was really nice
0: yeah and the whole thing about diamonds is you know, diamonds are forever well your emerald's not going anywhere in your lifetime either so mm-hmm. you're fine yeah it's it's such a fucking scam
1: yeah, it is, but it
0: is so pretty. <laughs>
1: it's a scam because it's so pretty.
0: It's so pretty. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love my ring. I love my ring yeah. so much. So <laughs> we're talking about things that are scams. Maybe things that we would change in the wedding industry. That's definitely one. You know, mm-hmm. the whole, the whole diamond industry. But there are so many things like that in the wedding industry in general. Just things that are kind of not even the. Yeah. the industry, but as far as things we do, traditions and, you know, like, why do we do some of the things that we do? So I wanted to go through some, some topics with you, just things that we maybe shouldn't end in weddings, but maybe just ask ourselves, why are we doing this? There's, there's such strange rituals that we do. Yeah. The first one is something (laughs) I'll bring up the thing that you brought up to me first, Okay. which was, sorry, my sock's sliding off. I know it's going to (laughs) distract you.
1: (laughs) I know on the outside, it might seem like I'm doing okay, but deep down, my sock is sliding off my foot.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one, you noticed this at the last wedding we attended together. It's the dinging yeah. of the glass to yeah. make the couple kiss.
1: Yeah. Which I think is like kind of kinky. Like it's like maybe your thing. Like you go out to a wedding and I kind of forgot that it even existed. But, but I, I kept hearing that ding, 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 ding on the glass. And I was like, yes, my. Sir. In my head, I was trying to remember, like, what does that mean? Does it mean, like, sometimes it means a speech, but nobody was giving a speech. And then I remembered that some people do it at a wedding to see the couple kiss, which is such a weird thing. Like, do you get hard off of, like, seeing somebody else kiss? It's so like, weird. Like, you're, you're sitting over there, like, and, I, and it gives you a sense of control. Like, you can kind of control it, like, ding, ding, ding. And you're <laughs> staring at them, like, oh, kiss. Come on. Kiss. Ah, oh, they kissed. Do you they see did. it? Watch you do it. Try it. Check it out. They're kissing. They're kissing. They're again. doing it again. Oh my
2: you think they're going
1: <laughs> <laughs> It is such a weird thing. I thought it was very odd. I don't know. I mean, why else would you want to see a couple kiss?
0: Married, like, it's just a happy thing. I don't know. I i don't know. I I do think it's weird. Like, let them kiss when they want. They don't yeah. have to kiss because you dang
1: your bell. There's a lot to unpack here. I mean, I just don't understand why you'd anytime I think like If you gave somebody like a, um, it's almost like giving like a, uh, someone's wearing a buzzer, you know? Yeah. And you have the button and you can press (laughs) it and you can watch them like Twitch, or you can like watch them like that, that button forces them to go do something. Like it gives you a sense of control. I think people really like to ding the glass and really like to watch like that they have that control. over.
0: Yeah. Let's normalize maybe people dinging the glass and you saying, fuck you. We will, we will not kiss when you (laughs) ding the glass
1: you nasty. I don't want to, I don't want to kiss.
0: you nasty. <laughs> gross.
1: When I think this glass, you rub on your nipple.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, go ahead.
0: That is great. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the next thing. Like you kiss, you rub on nipple. It's kind of akin to the garter toss. It's, it's kind of similar to that idea yeah. because really I seldom see a garter toss anymore. I, I almost never see it anymore. Yeah. But it is such a weird thing to have the groom in front of the entire wedding or yeah. the bride go up the bride's dress yeah, and pull out a garter. Like, what are you doing under there? My dad's here No.
1: I do not get it one bit. Like men trying to grab whatever was just near like her. My
0: her- crotch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. So what is a garter? it's so traditionally garters are meant to hold your your panties yes
1: oh okay
0: but no one wears stockings for wedding
1: like the perfect uh pants tuckers so you can (laughs) i mean you can put these straps on your thighs they're
0: like garters yeah. yeah
1: and then they clip onto your shirt and they always keep your shirt tucked in
0: which actually is a good thing for some men
1: yeah well when you're up doing the um and your shirt's coming untucked a little by little, and deep down you're thinking, I gotta retuck this. Yeah. It's like a garter, it's a garter with some clips on it.
0: The reason I think that the garter toss is skeevier, it's it's twofold. So what you just said, you know, you're mm. throwing this thing that was just near my wife's crotch yeah. to a group of men, which just like any like group grab it of and snatch men- it doing anything is like <laughs> a collection of men, a
1: collection of men. <laughs> yeah. them right
0: here. um no but it's me.
1: always something disgusting about
0: gross about a collection of men yeah. football
1: they're always ready to do something crazy
0: so weird why yeah. this is why
1: you know what happens oh i have one so you know what happens a lot at weddings is like um so the groom hasn't seen his buddies from college in a little while mm-hmm. and uh they it, But when they got together back then, they used to, maybe they were wrestlers, maybe they were, you know, they got together to watch football, whatever they did. There was always like this, this like.
0: Undertone of like, we're going to hook up.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're always going to hook up. And like, it's funny. Yeah. So at weddings, a lot of times, you'll see this come back out. It's very, very weird. I've seen it
0: over You've seen two, two friends, two straight friends make out.
1: I have. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. So some groups well, of guys, it's,
0: always, it's, it's not weird. that two men are making out. It's these two straight men who were supposedly friends who were like, Oh my God, how silly would it be if we hooked up? Like, just say you want to hook up. Everyone's fine with you guys being together. If that's
1: what you want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Just come out and say it. So a lot of times at weddings, like that, that culture that was together with a group of men in college resurfaces at the wedding because they haven't seen each other in a while they get back together and all of a sudden like they start grinding on each other mm-hmm. in this wedding and like their girlfriends are there their wives are there and they're sweating hammered drunk grinding on the dance floor i swear it happens so often
0: yeah it's and very it often
1: very bizarre
0: the the very long bizarre. and short of it is that everyone's a little gay
1: we're all a little gay we're
0: all a little gay
1: we should be able to watch a little bit a of Foreign Network. work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that is a really, it's a strange phenomenon that happens. I, as you said, anytime a group of men are getting together, it's yeah. like even, okay, so about this that. is something so common, often a bride will say to the groom or the groomsmen, like, don't drink don't get drunk before the ceremony have you no self-control that like you need to be warned so sternly like you cannot and it's it's no fault of the person warning them they just know better that this person has no self-control that they will insist on getting hammered drunk before the wedding ceremony
1: the groom or the... the groom
0: and the groomsmen
1: that is crazy yeah i would never want to be drunk for my my own wedding ceremony but you're um your parents were at a wedding. This
0: is a sad one.
1: And the man was taken off in a stretcher.
0: The groom was, was taken off in a stretcher. He
1: was so drunk, he had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh, are they still together? <laughs> we should find out.
0: We should find out because- That
1: is crazy. If that were me. That's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard.
0: Annulled that night. Divorce, irreconcilable differences. Abso-fucking-lutely not. You will be taken on a stretcher after you didn't lift a finger to plan the wedding.
1: How funny is it though? How funny is it? Just say how funny it is.
0: Define fun. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, it it is funny to me as a story, but I can't help like I'm always bride is always on my mind. So like I can't get past the fact that this happened to someone.
1: I'm just picturing like a guy with like a neck brace taking taken out like SpongeBob style. Like hot, 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 hot. And like they take him out of his own wedding. It's fucking hysterical. I mean, it belongs in a sitcom or a funny movie.
0: Absolutely. And it
1: happened in real life. I think it's hysterical.
0: Yeah, it's... And
1: I hope, uh, I hope their marriage worked out well, but I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt it did. So I mean, yeah, some guys can't control themselves.
0: Gosh, and I guess, you know, I don't want to... I, I hate bashing men. I think it's such a like, dirty, gross thing that people do. But I do love making fun of men. Men don't care. Men don't care. Yeah, men don't <laughs> give a fuck about me. They really don't. But most men are lovely. There is just a, a small percentage of men who really need a lot of guidance.
1: I think there's a, a large percentage of people that need a lot of guidance. I would agree. Yeah. I'm one of them. I'm not.
0: <laughs> That's why i would agree. Okay. So, yeah, don't get taken off on a stretcher at your wedding. That's- yeah.
1: Put that, in, put that in the wedding itinerary. Like, say your vows get married, first dance, don't get taken off in a stretcher. Christ. Make it a point.
0: Make it a point. Yeah. And also, I guess we can loop that into like a thing that can we, if not stop, just think about not drinking pre-ceremony. A glass of champagne, maybe yeah. a shot of whiskey, you know, Usually somebody.
1: every wedding I've been a part of, we've, uh, we've done a shot of whiskey, bourbon, tequila, whatever that person likes yeah. before we go in. It's kind of the calm the nerves, and it is. Like, if you have a drink, I'm having one now, just yeah. so I can kind of relax and
0: And, you know, we usually have mimosas, champagne in the morning getting ready for a wedding. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't get hammered. One, you're not going to be able to fully enjoy it. Yeah. Two, you're going to look terrible in the pictures. Like no one looks good when they're drunk. The eyes are red and Mm -hmm. their faces are flushed. It's not a good look.
1: Yeah, there's just no point. And and then the other thing that happens is even if you get a good buzz before um, the ceremony, when you go to the reception as the groom, mm-hmm. specifically, everybody wants to do a shot with you. Everybody wants to do a shot with you. So sure. you have to almost like really prepare you have to fill up on food, everything, because I'm not a big guy, but like, I think I did like five shots at our That's reception. a lot of shots. I mean, yeah. And then plus all the other drinks I had, right? I had like a couple of Manhattans, I had a couple of beers. So by the time the reception's over, like you're pretty much shit faced already of, of no fault of your own. People keep bringing drinks.
0: You have no control over what goes in your mouth
1: when you're at your wedding, Mm -hmm. and you know your uncles or whoever come up. No
0: way, man. My wife said no.
1: Yeah, what are you gonna say? (laughs) No, like no. It's like the best day of my life, and we're gonna go do a shot. We're gonna celebrate, and you want to be able to do that. It's part of celebrating, but you just know that they're coming. Yeah. So be prepared to have like five to seven shots. Seriously.
0: Mm -hmm. Something else that you hate that you would just like to see an end to, is a coordinated dance. Yeah. You don't like those. Why?
1: Well, I like the idea of them, but look, when you get up to do your first dance and you get introduced to this big crowd and there is really like a little bit of adrenaline pumping because there's like signs with like Mr. Brockman. Like, it's crazy. You walk into this room. Are there signs? I'm I'm exaggerating, but like you walk into this room of, somewhere between 100 and 300 people who are like you rock you rock and you're yeah. like fuck yeah do <laughs> so you get up there and your adrenaline's pumping because there's like a lot going on and then everybody's watching you and there's people taking pictures of you you feel like you're a celebrity for a split second sure so then you get up there and your nerves are already like kind of jumping right and at this point unless you are a dancer i Which would not- you are Well, I'm a casual dancer, but I'm not like a. I don't know like a one, two, three, four. I don't know how to coordinate those steps. What
0: about our salsa?
1: I'm not good at it. You were there with me. I am not good at. We just never made it past
0: salsa too because of COVID.
1: Listen, you don't want to get up and be counting steps in your head, or like this. It is fucking painful to watch. Yeah, and it's painful to be a part of, and you do not want to do it. You'll be more nervous, and what you want to do. Is get up, and you want to have a nice, normal dance with your spouse, and you want to be able to remember it, and look in their eyes, and dance with them, and take a look around, and look at the crowd, and take it all in. So and good- I'm not saying that this is just what I want to do. I'm saying like this is what you want to do. This is what people want to do because you don't want to be nervous counting steps when on the on a nice thing. It should be a nice thing.
0: There's a there's a caveat to this, and I think it's easy to say for someone who's a phenomenal dancer and let's just be real you are you're a great dancer
1: i don't count steps though i don't want a coordinated dance right
0: because you can just move to music very well yeah not everyone can Not everyone has your rhythm but, every,
1: but everybody can slow dance and i think even a nice what if slow, you don't dance have a slow song i do not think you want to go out there people if you're not a dancer yeah and you don't understand like you go to like three dance classes you're fucked what do you mean? You go to three dance classes and you learn this routine.
0: Oh, you need a lot more than three.
1: Twelve? How many do you have?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I have a good resolution to this that I think would appease you and okay. anyone who who wants a little bit of practice. Mm-hmm. So I don't love the idea of dancing to your song before your wedding, even if it's a special song to you. I'm like, you don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But you want to get on a similar rhythm. So just dance together at home, like maybe YouTube some, some moves and steps and dance to similar music. So maybe something of the same artist, of the same genre, put the song on Spotify and just listen to that radio and dance to some songs like Get that. Get
1: some coordination down and A some A little rhythm, coordination. Yeah.
0: And pick one special move and execute that move perfectly. And that'll be, you know, your like your big thing. Yeah. So we did that fancy spin. That was yeah. the only move we practiced.
1: I think that's good guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Practice one move and practice just getting your coordination down. Get more comfortable dancing to that kind of music. I think that's very, very good guidance. Thank you. Yeah. But I really don't, I don't wish it on anybody to be up in front of a couple hundred people and having to count out my steps. I just think that's like so nerve wracking.
0: Sometimes my couples would do the dirty dancing routine. And what I, what is that? The lift? With the lift. They do that? Oh yeah, and some people wow. did it, and some people couldn't. And no, it was—it always felt like ugh, a little soul. What crushing. happens when they couldn't? Someone would either fall, or they just like couldn't get them off the ground, and then no. they would laugh and like you know kind of spin around instead or do something. Somebody saw.
1: would fall. You've seen people fall doing dirty dancing at one, their wedding.
0: I saw one person fall.
1: Really? A one person. You, fall. Were, you planned this wedding? Uh,
0: yes. Okay. <laughs> and
1: when they ran this path past you, they didn't. No, they did and you said okay i
0: told him it was a great idea i'm not there to be the dance coach
1: no not the dance coach but you kind of have to say like all right well like show me you can do it
0: no 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 (laughs) they don't have to prove themselves to me that's totally up to them i can't
1: believe that you planned a wedding and let someone go forward with a dirty dancing routine
0: i had a couple who did it beautifully and they were such a Gorgeous it's a couple.
1: really hard move.
0: Yeah, it's a really hard move. You have to be super strong. The lady's core strength needs to be super strong. Yeah. The man's upper body strength needs to and be impeccable. And you can very
1: easily tip over. Like sure. even if you have them at first, it could very easily go south.
0: Yes, I had a couple who did it so beautifully and she changed into this little like dance dress and neither of them were professional dancers, but they practiced this forever. They were so cute. I loved them. I saw some people not execute it as well. However, When I used to see it, or any choreographed dance, not just the dirty dancing dance, I would feel so like I would get a skeeve. I didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, just dance normally. But now, again, as I change and evolve in my old age, I think even- In your old age. (laughs) I think even a like, one, two, three, four, like counting your steps, being so diligent- I think it's the cutest thing now. I think it's just so sweet that people took it so serious. They wanted their first dance to be so special. It makes yeah. me want to cry even talking about it. Yeah. I, I
1: understand that. I yeah. think
0: it is absolutely adorable now.
1: It's very nerve-wracking. Um, Joe, my brother, yes. and Hannah, yes. they did a coordinated dance, which they made up on their own.
0: And it was so effing cute.
1: It was cute. Um, but a lot of times, like what I see when they do the coordinated dances is the bride is usually okay. They, they become like a little bit more calm when they're Mm -hmm. out there and the groom really starts to get like cracks and it's uh, a little bit nerve wracking. They did a very good job. And my brother, Joe, he got thrown off a little bit in the beginning and she, she brought him back and was like just go just go and before you know it's a
0: metaphor for the marriage only about
1: 30 seconds in they were back on track and then that was a good one i thought
0: i thought i thought it was really cute
1: so he said that they practiced uh like at night um at a basketball court or tennis court near his house and they would go there at night like 9 p.m and they would practice a couple days a week
0: that is so cute i have a chill oh my god that's really sweet and it's also kind of a special like date night it's something that's kind know? of
1: what they made it into yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Really
0: sweet it's a cheap date night especially that's when you're planning true. a wedding so yeah yep. all that money
1: those wedding planners ain't cheap
0: <laughs> no they're not <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of work
1: they are
0: they're not. worth it they're worth every time <laughs> um okay another thing that maybe we consider
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you're not gonna like this one but yeah. maybe we consider thinking about why the name change
1: Get the fuck out of here!
0: Do we change a name? So I had a great guest on the podcast uh, a little while ago. Her name's Leah Weinberg. She's an attorney, and she was an attorney by trade. She turned wedding planner, and now she's back to attorney.
1: I listened to that one. Yeah,
0: it's a great episode. Check it out. Hmm. But. Leah, I asked her this question and she said she does not like it because if you look into what the history is of it, what it means, you're essentially like becoming a man's property. That's what it's symbolic yeah. of.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that have symbolic meaning uh, dating back to whenever they originated. Sure. I don't think that we should always hold on to those meanings all the time. I think it's a tradition. I often think about when you have kids because if you have kids. Legally, do they get the father's last name? What Mm -mm. is that? No,
0: you pick their last name. You pick their last name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I I mean, if we did ever have kids, like why not call them something cool, like you know, Johnny Rocket Ship.
1: Ridiculous. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what you're talking about. You are not even interested in that. That's a hot take. So I I think well I think that you should want the same last name as your spouse. I think when you're married you start a lot of things become one. Your household becomes one. Your finances, whether you decide they become one or not. Um, your decisions, like every, every decision you make, you kind of have to start thinking about, well, they're wrapped up in this bullshit now too. So if I make this decision and it goes wrong, like they have consequences too. Legally, you are binded. Sure. So like, you know, there's a lot of shit. And I think that to go on as one and be unified and move forward and also to build a family, everybody should have something in common. And you should take that name. And I think it's nice. I think that it's, a, it's very traditional. But I think that it's traditional for a reason. I think it's very important.
0: I hear you. And I like it. I like where you're going. But who's to say we don't take the lady's name?
1: You can, I guess. But
0: then you're a big cock.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: I know that's what you're thinking.
1: It's, it's not tradition. So in a, in a lot of weird ways, I'm, I'm a little bit traditional. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't really explain why, but for all the same reasons like when i open the door for you when we get to the car like you think that it's the nicest thing ever. I
0: do. I love it. Yeah. And i don't it. want to open the door for you. Ew.
1: No, you've never opened the door for me. And i pay I've held the i door for you. pay for most things when we got to dinner i pay the bill whatever it is like those customary things yeah. of, you know, being a man. I do and, like and and in today's the- like in today's day it's like to be like you no know, to be masculine it's not a good thing it, it may be frowned upon but in the end most women who Are straight and want to be with a man, want to be with a man who can take control, who can plan, who can execute, who can protect. And that's what you want to be with. So, in a sense, like that's the traditional relationship. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you want, I think that you should be willing to compromise and say, well, I'm going to take his last name too. And we will be a family. If you want the traditional relationship, then that's one compromise I think that is fair. Okay. That's my take on it. And I'm not saying it's for everybody. Sure. And I don't care if anybody else does it. It's just my opinion. And that's what I would want. Yeah. And we are two years in almost the day and you haven't even taken one step to change your mask. That's
0: not true. I haven't not taken one step.
1: What step have you taken?
0: I've looked into it.
1: <laughs> Unreal. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> Unfucking fucking real
0: Okay. Um, uh, this will be, be our last one. Before I I wrap us up. Okay. okay? Yep. What about a holiday weekend wedding?
2: Yeah. What
0: do you think? Should we think- What holiday? I don't know. be the fourth. That's my favorite. What's your favorite holiday?
1: Hmm. I mean, Christmas is really nice. Christmas is nice. Christmas and 4th of July for completely different reasons. I mean,
0: any kind of bank holiday where people are going to be off for a Monday and or Friday. Mm-hmm. to host a wedding on either that Monday and or Friday or Sunday or any time during that weekend. Any time during a holiday weekend. We did it. We did a holiday weekend wedding. Yeah. We did Black Friday. Yeah. Our rationale, the, the reason we did it, we had other dates that were going to be the same price, but almost all of our guests were local. We both have huge families, mm. and everyone was going to have off that Friday, and we thought we could give them like the whole weekend right to celebrate that
1: 's what I was thinking yeah yes. it was everybody not everybody but most a lot of people have off on Black Friday anyway, and if we they had, don't, they take what, off like
0: four out of towners if Something that, like that yeah. yeah, so for us it it made a little bit more sense yeah but I could see where people would be pissed off, like if they're hosting Thanksgiving it's like, I have a shit ton to do, and I have to worry about this fucking wedding tomorrow right, where I wanted right. a black Friday shop and right. now I can't do that. Right. It's these little jerk offs. But wouldn't
1: you rather have a black Friday wedding to go to rather than like a, a regular Friday wedding to go to? Like you go to work and then you have to like get it together really quick after work or you have to leave work early.
0: So I'm a big proponent of the Friday wedding of a Friday wedding. And I know a lot of people don't like them, but I like them because in a typical scenario, especially with someone you're close with, you have A long time. If it's someone special to you, you have like enough time to figure out taking the day Mm -hmm. for a Friday wedding. Yeah. So take take the day if you can. And not everyone can. Not everyone can take the day, obviously. It's not an option for everyone. But sometimes it is. And again, you have ample time. And if it doesn't fucking work for you any wedding date, instead of complaining to the couple about my kid wasn't inflated. It's on a bad day. I had to do blah blah blah. Just don't. Go send a gift. I cannot stress it enough. You are not the gift. Your gift is the gift. If you're an asshole, you're the opposite of the gift. Just do everyone a favor and bring your bad energy elsewhere, not to the wedding.
1: (laughs) Oh shit! That's for people that don't like Friday weddings. Okay, I I don't I don't disagree with that. I think um I the best case scenario for me as a wedding goer as a guest is a Saturday um ideally it would be like ceremony at 4 or 5 and then reception right thereafter because mm-hmm. like the way we did it was the ceremony was much earlier in the day and really like i i didn't yeah it was inconvenient but i didn't want people to feel like they had to go but um a lot of people did come and that was very nice it was very nice even people that weren't invited came, which was really nice. I know. And um shout out
0: Aunt Donna. Shout out Nan.
1: Nan, yeah, Nan mm-hmm. Famular came. Yeah. So that was really nice. But um I don't I don't think that like uh ha- as a wedding goer, or as a guest, I wouldn't want to have to go to a ceremony at one and then go to a bar or like go find something to do in between. That kind of sucks.
0: And especially and this is specifically for Catholics, because that's usually the scenario yeah. in which it falls in a Catholic mass. We're yeah. It's it's usually yeah. a Catholic mass. Let's just yeah. call it that. It is. Yeah. A lot of times it's, it's very common for yeah. an earlier ceremony and then a later reception. Yeah. However, especially for out of towners, if you have out of towners, they can't check into their rooms until usually three or four. Mm-hmm. So they have all this time where maybe they have bags. Maybe they don't have a, a rental car or a car handy. Like what? what do they just think about what they're going to do with their stuff in in our scenario. And, you know, obviously I'll excuse myself to the day I die. Like I've never done anything wrong, but looking back on it, I can see that Mm. it's annoying to people. You really want to think about what are your guests going to do during that time. A lot of times hotels will be able to store their bags if they're checking in later, almost always they can do that. So that's an option. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's terribly inconvenient. And it is one thing that I would change about our wedding. I would have done a first look, ceremony, right into reception after.
1: You know, a problem I have a lot with going to a place where I have to stay at a hotel. What's that? So even if they let you hold your bag, you have to get like a shower and like cleaned up. Okay, so if if you can't get there earlier to get a shower and get cleaned up, now you got to get a shower at like 11 a.m. and put your suit on and dress on, whatever. Like, it's just an all day thing. It's always a pain in the ass. I don't know what the answer is. I'm kind of just complaining. But so, back to your question about the holiday weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think I'm coming to the conclusion of like, if you want to do it, fuck it, do it. And if someone's going to be annoyed about it, like you said, bring your energy elsewhere. You don't have to go. It's an invite. I'm not demanding you go.
0: Sure.
1: And a lot of times, don't you get better pricing? Do you get better pricing for a holiday I don't weekend? a holiday
0: weekend, typically, yeah. yeah. So, it's a less desirable date. So. You know,
1: sometimes it sucks when it's like Mother's Day, Father's Day.
0: I've had people plan weddings on Mother's
1: Day. I know. I feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, But you know what? Like Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July is brutal. You got to let people be on 4th of July.
0: You have to let people be on 4th of July. Yeah. It is. How supreme is 4th of July?
1: It's really good. It's just a top-notch holiday.
0: It's everything to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like best weather. It's just. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best
0: Take the boat out.
1: Holiday. No matter how it works out, if it's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like boom, you're taking a four-day weekend. Oops. <laughs> you're always taking a four-day weekend.
0: You're never not going to take a four-day you're weekend. You're never
1: not going to take a four-day weekend on the 4th of July. Everybody wants to do it. You want to relax. You want to have a barbecue. You want to swim. You want to go to the beach. You want to do it all. And you don't want to be at a fucking wedding. Memorial Day is fine. Labor Day is fine. Um, I, would, I would say don't fuck with Christmas. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm all for a New Year's wedding. I think that's cool.
0: I think that's cool too, but yeah. that's because I don't typically like to go out New Year's. I think it's a rookie's holiday.
1: It is, yeah. And, and if you can go out and have a great time and like ring in the New Year at a wedding, that's fun.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But some people have, you know, special family traditions and it's, it's just something to think about. Don't come. Don't
1: come. Don't come. You don't have to go.
0: You don't have to go.
1: You're never going to please everybody. Don't try.
0: Another thing about a holiday weekend wedding, especially a summer holiday, is summer is so fleeting, especially in the Northeast where we are. It's terrible weather for the rest of the year, and then summer's like hot and delicious. And you're blowing your load on a weekend. Like, you only get so many exciting things in this life. (laughs) Don't plan it on 4th of July. Don't touch it! Is that why
1: this was a topic? You're so passionate about 4th of July. God, I love it. I do yeah, love it. It is a nice holiday.
0: It's a nice holiday. But yeah. yeah. So, so,
1: so okay. So we, we just said like the best holidays are Christmas and 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Honestly, any other holiday to me is within reason.
0: So there's one hand of me that says, it's your wedding. If you want to do it on a holiday weekend, do whatever you want. And if people, if it doesn't work for them, they don't have to come. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it's like, well, if you don't care about your guests and making them comfortable, then why are you inviting guests to your wedding? So it's twofold, but I don't have the right answer.
1: I don't have the right answer. I think in the end with all of this stuff, with all the things that you're constantly talking about and you're constantly planning for, it is, with an engagement, with the picking at the ring, do what you want to do. I really don't think like um, trying to please others will ever work out for you in no. life at all. I think that you should always just be aiming to say, what do I really want out of this experience? Do I want to elope? Do I want to have a big party? Do I want to have a small, intimate dinner? Whatever you want to do. So what it comes down to in the end. Everybody has different tastes, everybody has different budgets. And, um, you know, always look around for people with expertise, look at photos and inspiration, but in the end, you just got to do what you want to do.
0: Well said, Jake. Yeah. I like that.
1: In life and in marriage.
0: Well, do what's best for you and your spouse in marriage.
1: No, well, I was talking about the wedding, but yeah. yeah oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. In, in wedding planning. Yeah. In marriage, it's a different story. Sure. Okay. So before we wrap up, we're going to mm. do our after party, which is a series of Four questions that I ask every guest who comes on okay. and you're no different. So, All right. <laughs> so the first question is, what is your dream honeymoon destination?
1: I think that Kauai was incredible. I think that gave me uh, like, you can hike, you can go to the beach. There's incredible views, decent food. Yeah, I thought Kauai was still to this day, like the most beautiful Natural place I've ever seen.
0: It was stunning, stunningly gorgeous.
1: I think that would be my recommendation. Okay. I think Kauai. Yeah. Cool. And I've been throughout Europe. I've been in Asia. Like the Caribbean doesn't do a whole lot for me, Sandwich although SeaWorks was beautiful.
0: Was great. I love SeaWorks. Yeah. Yeah. But and I, I think, think it was beautiful.
1: I think if I were, I think Kauai, like if you haven't been to Kauai, go there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Question number two What is your dream wedding cake flavor?
1: Uh, can you do an ice cream cake?
0: You can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I
1: would do like an ice cream cake. And what was really, really, really good was what you got me for my birthday last year, which was a mint chocolate chip ice cream cookie cake. It was. If you can make that into a wedding
0: cake. So two enormous chocolate no chip cookies discussion. and mint chocolate chip ice cream. And in it was fiddle. like this thick. And it's it's Weckerly's. I believe it's the uh, Weckerly's.
1: Fucking delicious. Ice cream
0: cake. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Famous ice cream shop in, in this area. So mm-hmm. fabulous. Yep. Okay. So an ice cream cake is what you would go. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. Question number three. What song do you need to hear at a wedding?
2: All night long. All All night. night, All night.
0: All night long. (laughs) Lionel Richard. Everybody move.
1: And I say scenes from an Italian restaurant. Between the two, I really can't decide, but those are the two that I would need. Scenes
0: from an Italian restaurant is such a like undercover bop for a wedding and it must be played after a break from the band. Uh-huh. And it's, it's sh- strictly to get people on the dance floor because, yeah. you know, you hear it and it's slow and it's like, oh, I love song, Billy Joel. And then it just turns into a fucking raging bop.
1: Well, and All Night Long is like that too. I guess. Yeah, it really does. It's, a, it's so like what you just said, like right after a break, to go into either scenes from an Italian restaurant by Billy Joel or All Night Long by Lionel Richie are the two best wedding songs that you can have. Wow. And I treat them equally. And they're two of my favorite songs. Dance songs.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're fabulous songs. Great choices. Love Mm -hmm. that. No one's said those yet. Really? In 25 episodes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And this is the last question, right? We already had three?
2: Yeah. That was three.
0: I'm so hungry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the last question. If you could impart any piece of wisdom to someone getting married, planning Mm -hmm. a wedding, what would it be to a couple?
1: Planning a wedding, like about so, their wedding planning process?
0: Oh, anything. They're planning a wedding, but you're giving them any piece of advice.
1: Like about their marriage or about the rest of their life or what?
0: You have to choose, Jake.
1: Okay, so really about anything and they're planning their wedding.
0: But like make it about weddings or marriage.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this would apply to the wedding planning process, to marriage, to life together. What do you think I'm going to say?
0: <laughs> Just say what you're going to
1: say. Oh. I I would always say, like, try to remove selfishness as much as possible. So I don't know what you thought I was going to say, but I think that um, constantly thinking about, and this is kind of a life lesson, but like, you know, when you're younger, you clearly only care about yourself. And then when you're a teenager, like, it's the same way. Um, And then little by little, you really start to, you can't, you can't put yourself first all the time. And I think the natural human inclination is to put yourself first. And to argue about like, you said this to me, or you're treating me this way. Mm-hmm. I think if you're constantly putting that aside, and you're constantly trying to um, make the other person feel better, and think about how do your actions impact that person, I think that you'll get a lot out of it. And I think that you'll have a very successful marriage. Mm-hmm. I think you'll have a very successful wedding planning process. You want that person to be better because of you. You don't want to suck the wife out of them. Beautiful. And I think a lot of people might see past that, like my bitch wife. Hold on, here she comes, my bitch wife. She's such a. They're nagging me, and like I, I, they're in my way. They're keeping me from doing what I want to do. Or like that attitude to me is just like the best path for a negative outcome. Yeah. Whether it be divorce or an unhappy marriage, I think if you put the other person first, and and you do it enough to where they start to do it back then you're really in for a ride.
0: I really like that advice. Thanks. You're really fun to talk to. It's good thing so? we're married. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks Jake. Wrap Love it it up.
1: you. Love you too.
0: All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.